Hey, my name is Melissa Bedeen, and I'm obsessed with personal development, body, mind, and soul health, as well as all things business marketing that can help you to navigate all things mystical and messy in this journey called life. See, I am a coffee-addicted mother of two who married my grade 9 boyfriend, and I started my company at the age of 17 with just a $200 Costco massage table and a goal of becoming a healer in mind. Now let's fast track a decade and a half forward as I've pivoted and grown myself from being a brick-and-mortar business as an international healer and psychic medium that loves to use my gifts to help align others on their path. See, I found myself naturally pivoting towards becoming a coach as I've made it my mission to possibly impact the lives of others. But will we shy away from the real chats here? No way. See, I firmly believe that we're all intuitive, but again, the true gift actually comes from listening to this internal knowingness. But since all of our arenas of life may look at a little bit different, I hope to shed some insights on how this can benefit you both personally and professionally. See, I believe we have a mission. No, more of a calling inside of us, but it's up to us whether we choose to use this to benefit not only us, but others as well. As I teach you the tested and true ways to align yourself today, I am inviting you into this time as a friend, having a coffee, chat with the goal of a girl trying to give you some form of mind mapping to skip through the messy and tapping into your own magical. Now I want you to know that you are welcome to the Mom Gun Media, and I'm grateful you're here. Hey, Catherine. Okay, so hello, all our listeners. I am so excited. I have one of the people that I've actually put on my Dream 100, which if you geek out like me, you know that there's a whole thing to bring the manifestations and work it in. And we have Catherine Jones, who is a number one best-selling author, a certified internet marketer, ClickFunnels Dream Car winner, and funnel design guru. She's no stranger to the speaking world. She has spoken at Funnel Hacking Live 2020 and shared the stage with Russell Brunson and Tony Robbins, which I was there and she killed it, guys. Now, <laughs> she has trained at Liz Benny's Mastermind, a two-comma club winner. She's presented to ClickFunnels Super Affiliates, Spencer's, Meckham's audience, ClickFunnels Pro Tools, Jamie Smith's audience, and has been featured on virtual summits with John Lee Dumas, Julie Stone, and Brian Delaney. And she has also shared the stage with Dennis Yu, Tim Bird, Maxwell Finn, Blake Newbar, and Andrew Crozy. I hope I said all those names properly. Now she's taught thousands her philosophy of design hacking through her program, the ClickFunnels Design School. And Jones has students designing aesthetically extraordinary funnels that are visually engineered to convert all without coding. Now Photoshop or any graphic design skills, she has her students make their first 1,000 online and then scale them to consistent 10K months. Now, thank you for joining us. Oh my gosh, I'm honored. Listen, you crushed that intro, sister. Amazing. <laughs> also, I'm honored that I'm on your Dream 100. Are you kidding me? I like- no, you totally are. So I saw you at the ClickFunnels. This was in Nashville, January, yes. February time. Yes. And I was watching all of them geeking out, taking notes. Like I even have my notepad over here. And when you were doing it, I was just like, who is this girl? Like I had never seen you. And then I was, I kind of just went on like a Catherine binge. So when you were putting out your affiliates for like the traffic secrets, I was like, must have, must have, must have. And then you had a little bonus to get us to connect. And I was like, fuck yes. Like, by the way, I put the explicit checks on my stuff so people know what's up. But thank you. And first of all, I would love for you to explain what is design hacking? So people who are just totally. getting to know you, people pay attention. What is design hacking? Yes, like? totally. Oh my gosh. Well, again, I'm honored to be here. So just thank you so much. <laughs> Cracks me up. Um, um, yes. Okay. So design hacking. So I run a company called Design Hacking Studios. And what we do is we teach people how to do this verb, which we call design hack. 
And design hack literally means to present stories that convert. Um, as we started like expanding in our agency and in our education programs, we started to find that the biggest, it's crazy, like it's almost annoying how big the lever is in things converting versus not converting is how they're actually presented. How are your stories actually presented? And so whether we are presenting stories, and again, a story is just an exchange of information. So that can be an offer or an actual story, whatever the case is. Um, but whether that's across funnels or podcasts or video or copy or stage or Instagram stories or Facebook Live, like there's a formulaic system and framework for how do you actually present those things in a way that will convert. Convert meaning to change from one form to another, turning a subscriber into a buyer or a buyer into a hyper buyer or a hyper buyer into like an evangelist for your brand. There's actually a means to go about doing that. So we, we teach people how to do that across all, um, across all realms. So it's just, it's, it's so fun because um, I think there's so many good people with amazing products that actually never see the light of day not because they're not a genius, not because their product's bad, they just don't know how to present it to the world in a way that they'll actually receive it. And, um, and I think that's what's just so fun about this whole concept of design hacking, is you show people how to present their stuff to the world in a way that actually converts. Isn't that the truth though? Like even yeah. for my stuff, I had the ugliest branding and the ugliest formats and I am not a tech guru in any way. So when you're talking about no coding, I'm like, Hey, yo, yeah, you that's, feel me. That's me. You and me girl. You and me. Yeah. Like so bad. So then I actually, when I saw you at funnel hacking, you were just like, okay, you know how in Russell Brunson's, he's like, you model, you do this. Well, we didn't know how to model or how to do that. Mm -hmm. And so I was taking avid notes and going through and geeking on it because you really do show, okay, color hex codes, here's the fonts, what does this look like? And then you break it down in such a way that it's not overwhelming. And the steps and the formats that you were explaining, I'm like, yes, this girl knows what's up because you're in our head, like where all our <laughs> objections are. So I'm like, yeah, everyone needs this. So the fact that you're here and the audience that's listening can hear this, I'm so grateful because I know we've talked about this in different ways through different people that we've looked at, but like, if your website is ugly, it's not going to convert. And so you even have a thing where it's like your website is ugly. It's not your fault and it's easy to fix. And I would love to know more thoughts on that. Oh, totally. Well, you want to know what's like so brilliant about this. And, um, it, it's crazy. It's like, again, it's crazy. So Stanford university has come out with a study. Google's come out with a study, literally so many people. Um, if you guys want to like search this, let's literally start Googling web credibility project. It's like, you're going to get stuck down a rabbit hole, but then just Instagram DM me and we can bond about it. But literally what they found is that people take 0.05 seconds. Like for context, you can't even like start and stop your time, the timer on your phone fast enough for that. So 0.05 seconds. That's how long people take to determine the credibility of your website. And even more crazy is that over 90% of what they are judging is your design. Oh my gosh. So in this crazy split second, they are already making up their mind about you. And um, and so again, you might have, you might be the guru of gurus. You might have the best product in the world. You might have the most incredible copy that, that mankind has ever seen. But if your design is not what people are expecting it to be, you lost the game because people literally won't even stay in your site long enough to see what you're actually even selling. So we have that going for us. Not at all. Right? It's like, dang it. And with, again, it's so crazy, like our, whether it's right or wrong, like our minds are physiologically hardwired to like pretty things. We like yeah. literally physiologically, we are hardwired to be attracted to the more attractive. Like it's just the nature of how we are. And 
that applies into the world of marketing as well. And, um, and I think for so long, one of the biggest hurdles, just like you and I talked about, right? Where it's like, well, I'm not a designer. I'm not a techie person. I have no idea how to code. And so for a long time, especially in the funnel world, um, there was almost like this, it's like, oh, it's okay. If it's ugly, it's fine. Like, it's like, man, people will get over it. But I mean, we, we're now in 2020 and that's like no, no longer acceptable because it's so easy to be able to create something that not only is pretty, but converts. And I think that's one of the most amazing distinctions about design hacking that you don't find literally anywhere else. And one of the problems where if there are people out there where they're, where they're like, my stuff isn't ugly, my stuff looks good, but it's still not selling. What we do is we show people how to design for conversions, not design for pretty, not design to make it look good, but how can we use design as a lever to increase conversions? And knowing how to do that is the difference between a design hacker who, again, is making thousand, two thousand, five thousand dollars an hour versus a, I literally just hired the top graphic designer on Upwork and he's making $75 an hour. But it's because oh. he knows how to design for pretty, but doesn't necessarily know how to design for conversions. And if you know how to design in a way that will not only build yourself a sales machine, but build it for others, you can get people to pay you a lot of money on both fronts. So knowing again, this framework for how to do it is just so awesome. And I think one of the things that gets me most jazzed is that people think the reason why people are struggling, is they, they think that design is an art, but it's actually not like guys, we have been lied to. <laughs> We have been wronged. Like design's not actually an art. It's not this like nebulous, like ambiguous thing where either like you got it or you don't. It literally is a science. Design is a science. It's a series of steps to take. It's a series of decisions to make. And it's a series of tools to use. And if you can understand those frameworks when it comes to a funnel or even when it comes to video or when it comes to copy or podcast or stage, when you understand that it truly is just a very formulaic process, you're able to then curate your stuff for conversions um, and again, leveraging design for more money rather than leveraging design for pretty. Cause who cares if you have something pretty, if it doesn't make you any money, it's right. like, I, I don't have time for this starving artist life. Like I'm a girl who loves to eat some food. You know what I'm saying? So I know I'm always like, you don't get a body like this starving. That's so. what we're, you, you get it. That's what we're talking about. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. And I hear you though. And like, that's the thing. I'm definitely not a graphic designer. I have a girlfriend who went to school years of art and graphic and like her things are beautiful, but they don't always convert. And so I'm like, there is a science to it. And I love that you geeked in honed in on that niche and found it for us out there that are just wandering aimlessly totally. because there's so many of us. Well, and it's fascinating too, because, um, like we get so, who knew that design could be so controversial? Listen, when I started, I had no idea. We get so much hate mail, hate comments on Facebook ads, hate emails where they're just, where, and it, they're primarily from graphic designers who are upset that within a weekend, I can teach people what they spent four years to learn in school and they're out earning them. Well, and they're out earning them. I love what you do with your haters. So like <laughs> an avid follower, Catherine Jones fan over here. I just want you to explain what you do with that hate mail, because that is yeah. such a beautiful thing. I love it so much. Well, <laughs> listen, here's what you have to know is, um, when I first started on the internet and I, I think, I don't know, I feel like there's like a, there's a time where it's like, there's like a moment when you start your business where you're like, I'm like, I'm live. And then there's another moment where it's like, I made my first penny online, right? It's like, I actually make money. And I think there's another moment where it's like, 
you have some sort of like prolific-esque message that you now have haters and you're like oh now this is real like here we go <laughs> and when they first start to come like I remember when they first started coming like five years ago I was like oh my gosh because I think I'm already like a predisposed to be a little bit anxious and so I was like oh my gosh everybody hates me it's terrible I'm sorry like I'm just like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> I was like, uh, but then I realized I was like oh my gosh like I'm actually really grateful for these hate comments because they help me to know how to teach people better like yeah. it's like if they're really mad about that one shows me that like hey here's where you can dive deeper to make some sort of polarizing remark or two, if they're confused, it's like, cool, we can do this. So I literally have a Google folder called haters, H-H-E-R-S. And everyone that runs my customer support team, they just know if they find a mean comment, literally just screenshot it, put it in there. It's full. If there's, there's ones for days. Literally, we just had one the other day. It was amazing. Where it's like, I literally can't even handle how annoying your voice is. <laughs> I'm like, then there's not much I can do about that at this point in my life. So like, I'm so sorry. But like, even like anything from that to like, this is a total scam or... Like, I went to four years of school. There's no way they can do this or blah, blah, blah. So what we just decided to do, honestly, I like, and again, I, we do this not to make fun. We do this not to like be um, like condescending, but truly from a place of empathy. If I went to four years of design school and I found somebody that looked like me, that like, I'm 29, but I look like I'm 12. You know what I mean? Like I'm, if I'm like, if they find this like 12 year old who's like teaching people how to do what they did in four years on the weekend, I would hate me too. Are you kidding me? I'd be like, (laughs) this girl. And what's amazing though, is that if, if they were to incorporate what they learned in school with these patterns of design hacking, they'd be unstoppable. So really what we do, literally, we just make videos. So any hate comment we get, we're just like, all right, Sally's angry. Let's talk to our girl Sally right now. And so we'll like read through Sally's comment and then we'll just be like, listen, Sally, just very matter of fact, like I have no desire to pick a fight with anybody. Are you kidding me? Like, first of all, I'd lose. Like I can run pretty, pretty fast when I'm scared, but like other than that, I'm dead. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm dead in the water. But honestly, what we want to do is literally if we could switch their mindset to come join the fold of design hacking, it would change their life. So um, so one, it's like a, it's a really interesting way, just like mindset wise for me to not care what people think. Um, but it actually provides really great context because a lot of people, whether conscious or not, are thinking a similar thought. And so if we can address it through the hate comment of somebody else, we just call it a rant. Um, we're like, oh my gosh, Jeremy again. Are you kidding me? We're like, we had, we had like the funniest comment from a guy named 2X Tiger the other day. We're like, all right, 2X Tiger, where are we at, dude? Like, what? Anyway, so that's what we do to address them. But again, it serves as like really awesome way to break down some false beliefs that maybe aren't as extreme or negative as the hate comments are, but people are thinking them. So you're like, cool, let's just, let's, let's hash it out. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of what you have to say because our framework really is, is very bulletproof, so. I love that. I love that so much on so many levels because one, life is too short to really care what everybody else thinks. Yes. And then two, it is something that everybody, whether they're consciously or subconsciously, like holding onto these thought patterns, it's amazing what it can happen when you're going through it. And so like you had gone through some and I was like, yeah, no, I actually, I had that thought too, but it was like, you had addressed it when I saw you on stage, but let's say a bystander just didn't get that moment. You're clarifying while just not in a condescending way either. It was funny. Like I was watching it <laughs> laughing and I'm like, that's perfect. Like yeah. that's so perfect. So I encourage everybody in your business, if you're struggling with some haters, you know, bring on the hate mail and utilize that in a way to reverse engineer. Save the hate comments. Like (laughs) save the hate comments. They will only serve you. They will only serve you. I encourage you to get like a vocal thing though and like Darth Vader for that one person or something. Like just Oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. After the Chewbacca mom thing happened, I totally was like wearing my mask because I may may have one. And I just I have fun. 
I know. Oh my gosh, that's actually an excellent idea. That's incredible. I might just call you up. I'll be like, oh, you got Chewbacca mask. Can you read this hate comment for me, please? I can definitely. <laughs> but it just, it's straight growls. And then you could have like a transcriber on the oh mic. Like, this is what she's saying. <laughs> it, got, it got crazy out there on the World Wide Web today. You don't even know what went down. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. I'm in. <laughs> yes, anything's awful for us. That's so cool. I love it. Okay, so something that you had also addressed was the fact that you don't have to be a seven-figure earner in order to have a seven-figure web design mm -hmm. and have all the funnels that look and are able to apply that conversion. Can you kind of explain what that means for everybody who's not aware yet? Yeah, totally. So um, just in case anybody isn't aware, um, like, because we've been talking about websites, we've been talking about funnels. A funnel is simply a series of web pages that are strung together that hold a customer's hand through the sales process. So um, it, it, it really is like um, the smarter, older, wiser brother of poor old website, essentially is what it is, right? And it allows you to sell more um, by giving customers less choices to make. And so, um, so we talk about like, hey, what, is it, what does it mean to have a seven-figure funnel? Or what does it mean to have a seven-figure website, right? It's like, hey, how do we build a series of web pages strung together that sell things on each page that will generate over a million dollars? Like, how do you do that? And so often, like, uh, this, this term a million feels so big for people. And, um, and what I want to do is kind of demystify that number in the sense that if you know the right way to build it, you don't have to go off and spend a million dollars in education to learn how to make a million dollars. And, um, and I think that's one of the reasons why our design hackers have been able to be so successful is because rather than relying on their own personal experience, they can be brand new, right? Like they're able to rely on the proven method of this six step science of design hacking that we teach. And, um, and so it's less a matter of like, Hey, you need a ton of experience. But hey, you just need to find the right ways to do things and then you can do it. And one of my favorite examples, there's a, there's, we have a design hacker named Erin Avento. She's absolutely genius. Um, she's now worked with like some of the biggest names in the space, but she started out knowing nothing, right? Like she didn't know anything. And eight days after being on our initial training, very similar to the training that you saw at Funnel Hacking Live, eight days afterwards, right? She booked a 5,000, or excuse me, 12 days afterwards, 12 days afterwards, less than two weeks afterwards, she booked a client that she booked for $5,000, which again, her very first client, not bad, right? She built a 5K funnel. Um, she built a 5K funnel and that funnel, again, it was her first funnel that she built with design hacking. She made $5,000 for it. And that funnel has now gone on to generate a million dollars. So the woman she made that funnel for walked across stage at Funnel Hacking Live in January with that funnel. Now again, this woman, Erin, who is incredible. She's since designed for, again, big names like Liz Benny and other people inside the ClickFunnels space. But like when she made that funnel, all she was doing was following the six step science of design hacking. She didn't have a mil, like she paid $9.97 to join CF Design School. She paid $1,000, made $5,000 back on her first sale and helped generate seven figures on a funnel that she built. And so again, just wanting to demystify the fact that you need to go, like, you don't have to learn coding. You don't have to go learn the whole Adobe suite. You don't have to go to college to learn graphic design. Like, all you have to do is know the right frameworks to get you there. And knowing the right proven frameworks will allow you to do, to, to, to skip steps and go from, oh my gosh, like, I just don't even know what I'm doing to 12 days later, generating and building a funnel that's going to produce seven figures. So that's what I love to tell people again, people feel like it's not real. And then you're like, okay, but look at them and look at them and look at them and look what they did. And then like, oh, okay, I guess that's pretty, I guess that's right. And I think one of the, one of my favorite things that we do, um, Melissa is oftentimes we'll do joint ventures with people. So we'll like present 
CF Design School and this whole concept of design hacking to another audience. And then we sell them our product CF Design School where we go super in depth about how to design funnels that convert. They join, right? Then what my team does on the back end is I'm like, listen, stock them. Anybody that joined from this group, I want you to stock them. So we stock them and we track how they're doing because there's different badges and challenges we have them do. And we stock them, stock them, stock them, stock them. And then two weeks later, we'll go back into that group and we'll say, hey, listen, we want to show you how what we did two weeks ago wasn't a highlight reel. Here's what your own people have done in the last two weeks. And more often than not, it'll be like, oh yeah, Jeff made 3,000 bucks. Had never built anything before and in two weeks time has made $3,000. You're like, hey, didn't know anything before? He's already made $7,000. Not only do you learn the skill set, he sold $7,000 worth of stuff doing this. And so to be able to like show just how quickly you're able to do it, if you follow the steps, if you follow the framework, um, it's just, it's just so fun. So yeah, you don't need to spend a million dollars or a million hours to know how to build your own million dollar funnel or for somebody else, you simply need to know the right framework and that is design hacking. I love that. I love that you put that out there for the world and that you've actually brought that. Watching your testimonials, I've seen it. Guys, I encourage you to check it out. But you've even given our listeners a free gift. Would you want to talk about that so they know what's up? Yeah, totally. So, um, I, yeah, we have a few things for you, actually. And there's a link to one and the other. But what we want to do is give you what we call our design hacking toolbox. So inside of there, what you'll find is there's different tools for how to identify the patterns that are working across top converting websites. So then you can go and model and incorporate those in your own. And so to be able to do that, so there are some really cool Google Chrome extensions and other things that we want to walk you through. How can you use these to leverage, again, what smarter, richer, more successful businesses than you are using? And how can we use that as a model for the frameworks of our design? So we're going to walk through, show you that. So if any of you are like, oh my gosh, like I, um, like my stuff isn't converting the way that I want to. Like that's really the question. Are you comfortable with how your stuff is converting? If your answer is yes, then I will never understand you on a fundamental level. Your answer should always be no, right? It's like up conversions, up conversions. But, but the tools that you learn inside of here will help you to know how to increase conversions using this lever of design across your funnels and websites. And then also inside of there, we have a 90 minute training that will walk you through from zero to 100 what it looks like for you to do this. So yeah, come, come on in, come join the beautiful world of design hacking. It's a great place to be. I highly recommend guys. So for those of you who didn't know, Catherine, I just like, I have to go back to ClickFunnels because like watching you on stage was hilarious because you literally, like there was two people before and after that I was kind of like, I went and got a lot of coffee that day. And then yeah. when you came on, you brought the heat, you bring the music in the background of your videos. And it was like this awesome kind of like pop music that I was just like, already it was kind of that Seinfeldy kind of music for a yeah. second. Yeah. And I was like, girl, this, this one stands out already. And you just walked out straight glitter. And you're just like, hey, but there was like a tech glitch. So your video didn't work. And you're like, wait, roll back. My mom needs to hear this. I gave her a shout out. And instantly I was like, yes, this girl is everything. Because it's real. You show up. You just imperfect action. But it was so great, everything that you did. So I just wanted to like, oh, uh, so thank great. Thank you. Well, that was one of those things where, um, yeah, it was like, you know what? It's like, you have 27 minutes on that stage. It's like, if they have a tech issue, we're, I mean, we're going to call it out. It's like, these people deserve to see this. I really did shout out my mom at the beginning. Um, but yeah, it was, it was so, it was a really awesome experience. So yeah, we honestly love, I love their tech team for replaying it for me. But, um, but I think I, I was really grateful to like go in with the mindset where it's like, you know what, something might go wrong. If something goes wrong, 
we can deal with it. Like we, we can totally deal with it. And, um, and yeah, acknowledging that it was actually really interesting. Like one of the things that people were most complimentary of me about were, there were a few minute moments when I stumbled over my words or the tech didn't work or different things like that. And, and they were just like, we just love how you just called yourself out basically. Like, like you called yourself out. <laughs> you yeah, like, that was perfect because so yeah. many times you see that facade come up and I was like, no, this is, this is the type of person that I aspire to work and, and act like. So hells to the yes, high fives. Well, and I, and I think it was also just like a great lesson where you, again, where you said it was just like, people love authenticity. People love imperfect action. They just love momentum. And um, and I think too, that's been something I've been really grateful to learn over and over again. And a, a lesson that I've had to unlearn where I was like, well, I can't start until it's perfect or else done, 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 you know? And now learning where it's like, ah, if you botch it up, you botch it up. Like, ah, like legit, like legitimately, I don't know if you watched any of this, but like, I almost fainted when I walked on stage for about the first, like not 90 to like three minutes, 90 seconds to three minutes because behind stage they had this huge fog machine, right? And they were like, listen, hold your breath. Don't breathe in the fog. So just like hold your breath for a second. And I'm like such a rule follower, right? Like I'm a little bit anxious. I'm like, if they tell me a rule, I'm gonna do it. So I'm just like kind of holding my breath, breathing. And I'm just like, and I'm so excited. Like I actually was not nervous. I was so excited. So I got on stage. I just like this huge rush of adrenaline. I haven't been breathing for like 90 seconds. <laughs> I think also my brain is like, you do not have oxygen. You do not have oxygen. <laughs> you are going to faint. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I'm going to faint. So it was great. It was like, okay, well, so I just like, if you go watch the replay, you can tell, like, I remember being like, I'm going to take 10 really conscious breaths. And if after 10 breaths, I still feel like I'm going to faint. I'm just going to sit on these front steps and like, just be cozy. Just be like, guys, how's it going? Like pretend like I meant to sit down. Um, but again, one of those things where you're like, well, I got off the stage. My coach was like, you did so good. I was like, oh my gosh, I almost fainted. <laughs> She's like, are you kidding me? Um, but again, one of those things where you're like, well, like how, like what's the objective of what we're trying to accomplish in this 27 minutes. And as things go crazy, how can we just make sure we just keep redirecting toward the, Toward the objective. Gratefully, we did not faint. We are so <laughs> grateful for that. Gratefully, we got the tech figured out. Gratefully, we stumbled over our words and we made it in the end. Um, and I think it, it ended up being really great. But um, <laughs> but yeah, literally, just like you said, imp just keep going. If you faint, get right back on up, you know? Honestly, everything that you said is like the key momentums that I try and teach all of my students and stuff, but going in from finding your design, creating an opportunity, utilizing things that are going to actually convert, not spending four years, but working with you through your six step process and in like the design school hacking, and then actually just imperfect leading. I think that's everything that everybody needs to hear to just summarize it up for you. I know you have to go and I'm so grateful you showed up. So I just want to give you the biggest shout out and thank you, Catherine. For oh joining my gosh. Me. I'm so happy we got to meet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Honestly, listen, and again, like I said, if all else fails, what have I learned? I need, what's it called? Beaver, what's your town called? Beaver Lodge. <laughs> Beaver Lodge. Are you kidding me? Everyone, who knew? Who yep. knew that's where it needed to be? It's amazing. That's how Canadian I am. We have the world's largest beaver. I was telling her before we came in live, and she's like, seriously, I'm like, it does not get more Canadian than this. It, right it is on my bucket list. You think I'm joking, and I'm not, I'm not joking. People stop to do the Alaska Highway Tour to go to Alaska, and they take the cheesy picture there all the time. So I, I have many inappropriate pictures with that beaver, but now that I have my kids, I'm Oh my, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm so happy I got to meet you. I'm so happy I got to, to bond with your humans a little bit. Honestly, it's been an honor. And how fun, how fun that um, I, ho I hope after the craziness of this pandemic 
goes away, we'll hopefully be in the same room in Nashville or somewhere else. And I'd love to hang out with you in real life. What an amazing human. Ditto. Dream 100, guys. You follow yours. High fives, Catherine. I love everything that you shared with our listeners. I would love to stay in contact with you. And then again, just if you want the Chewbacca mask, man, I definitely <laughs> don't. But even for the haters, like utilizing that, guys, just yeah. find ways to have fun in your business and then work will never feel like work and you can actually make money doing what you love. So that's the goal. Thank you for joining us again. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I had to laugh. Oh my gosh, you're awesome. Okay. Hello. Okay. So we vibe with our tribe and I wanted to let you know that I'm over here doing a special shoulder shimmy celebrating you as an action taker. So I hope you know that I am doing a coffee cheers in your honor for joining us here today. And since we are now gal pals, I would love a small favor from you and would love to have you leave us a review. I don't ask for them to be staged. You can be completely honest and I would love to get to hear what you enjoyed, what your favorite takeaway was, and maybe just what you would like to know further more on. Because if I don't know it, I'm very honest and I will do my best to bring you some support in there. Thank you again and have a great day.